بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين One of the very, very beneficial, very effective and uh, there's a lot of protein in this practice the Prophet taught us sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and it really doesn't take that much time is connecting with the last three surahs that we find in the Qur'an connecting with Surah Al-Ikhlas, Surah Al-Falaq, Surah Al-Nas whether it's after the daily prayers, whether it's we go to sleep there's a lot of benefit that comes from connecting with these surahs and I want to touch upon one ayah specifically that we find in these uh, incredible ayat at the end of Surah Al-Falaq we ask Allah so especially the last two surahs is uh, seeking protection from Allah from different things and at the end of Surah Al-Falaq we're, we're asking Allah to protect us we're asking Allah to protect us from the evil of the envier when, when he envies now the primary uh, figure this is referring to is Shaitan himself we're asking Allah to protect us from the devil himself and we ask Allah to protect us during the daytime, the nighttime, so long as we're alive, we ask Allah to protect all of us and our families, people in general, Amni Rabbil Alameen. The prerequisite though for us to make this dua, if we're asking Allah to protect us from the evil of others, the prerequisite to this, especially regarding envy specifically, is to scan our own hearts. We run virus scans on our computers. We also need to run internal virus scans on our hearts to make sure that we don't have that virus within us. Because if somebody has that virus of envy within them, but then they're asking Allah to protect them from the envy of others, there's a conflict here. There's something, it's a paradox, it doesn't make sense. There's a very significant inconsistency, and we ask Allah to protect us from this. So the prerequisite, excuse me, is to scan ourselves, to scan our own hearts. Successful is the one who purifies his soul, and the one who corrupts it, ends up in a state of failure, right? At that point, the, uh, the the computer has crashed and, you know, what can you do if somebody shows up on the Day of Judgment and woe be unto me, had I had done things differently, at that point it's too late. The Prophet warned us very severely of this spiritual disease of envy. The Prophet, he taught us, والسلام, that the one who has, like having envy in your heart, the Prophet compared it to fire eating firewood. Right? In comparison to your good deeds. So if somebody has that within them, then it's going to eat up their good deeds. And the example the Prophet gave, he didn't just say fire and wood, fire and firewood. So it's not like there's a branch that's a little bit green and maybe it's not going to be flammable. No, firewood, by design, firewood is the main purpose of it is to burn and for it to ignite, for it to catch flame. Right? So the Prophet, he's warning us to be very careful to not allow this disease to enter to enter the heart of the individual. On the other hand, you find the Prophet teaching us uh, a different angle regarding this general topic, but we need to understand this, of course, in the healthiest of senses, as the Prophet taught us, والسلام, that he taught us there's only envy in two cases. One, if somebody, if they have wealth, and they, they give a lot of it in charity. They give, and, like, and, and the way the Prophet is wording it is, it's as if they're like trying to destroy their wealth. Meaning, obviously, no one destroys their wealth by, give, by giving charity. When you give, Allah gives you so much more in return and protects what you have left and increases it. There's so many benefits that come from it. But the, the, the Prophet is painting this picture for us that they're giving so much that, you know, like, almost like reckless abandon. 
not in a way that's harmful to themselves and their family, but the point is they're just they're giving so much left and right, left and right all the time, constantly. This is one. The second, the one who the one who's given wisdom and they practice it and they teach it to others. Right? So the Prophet he teaches the only two exceptions, but even this is not envy in the sense like if somebody has a nice car, it's not the envy like, oh, you know, I, I because I don't have that fancy car that they have. I hope, you know, they get into a car accident and something bad happens. No, 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 that's not what this is. There's the recognition that this person has a type of blessing. I don't want them to lose it. May Allah bless them in that. Rather, I want to step my game up so I can do something similar in a good way. So that's the understanding from the Prophet that we get from that sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So there's no room for any negativity, even in regards to to these concepts. If somebody has wealth and they're using it and they're spending a lot of charity, may Allah bless them in that, you know, let me step up my side hustle so I can make a little bit more, so I can give a little bit more. So there's a proper understanding to it and it's not to be confused with the 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 evil you know the evil side of envy basically we ask Allah to guide us and forgive us we ask Allah to purge and purify our hearts we ask Allah to grant us tawfiq amin rabbil alamin wa akhiru da'wan alhamdulillahi rabbil